With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This A's Cast download is brought to you by Link Soul. Check out their spring collection. Go to LinkSoul.com and by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to NestBedding.com. A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland, and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. He shakes off a couple of pitches, now ready, and fires at a curve, freezes Otani. He's got a looking. How about that performance by Zach Jackson? Ward pops up on one pitch, then he strikes out Trout and Otani standing by the side of the road. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. Welcome to the A's Clubhouse Show. A's win this one 5-2 over the Brewers. Jessica Kleinschmidt here. Alex Jensen will be joining us here in a bit. Another strong win for the A's. Give us a call, 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. We're going to take it out to American Family Field. And Vince, how important and beneficial was it for the A's to get ahead of the Brewers jumping on them so early in the game in that first inning? Well, I'll tell you, Jessica, because the A's were so impressive offensively those last two games in Pittsburgh with the 11 runs and the nine runs. And then, and then, yes, I mean, everybody loves an off day in a baseball season. There's no question about that because it's such a grind. And the A's went through that real tough stretch of 51 out of 53 games. But now they're getting to a point where they're going to have some, some more consistent off days. And I think Mark Kotze was thinking, you know, maybe we want to keep this one going a little bit. But credit to them, especially in the first inning. And I, I tell you, Jessica, I don't know if you had a chance to look at replays or watch some of the video as we were describing what happened in the top of the first inning. What Ryan Noda accomplished with that slide is just absolutely incredible. The ball clearly beat him. The glove and the ball were waiting in the right-handed batter's box for Noda, and somehow with his big body, and he's a big kid. I know he runs well, but he's a big kid. That he was able to elude that tag was incredibly impressive in my eyes, and it really kind of it really turned the way that inning went. The A's are going to be aggressive early in games. That's certainly the thing that Eric Martins has preached from the third base coach's box. And if that play is overturned on replay, you've got one run, maybe only get one run in that inning. And it takes some of the wind out of your sails, but the A's are able to add on, made it three, and never look back. It was great to see. Yeah, I definitely saw it. feels like my oblique hurt just watching it. <laughs> but when you think about Ryan Noda, if he's just adding this to his already stellar, well-rounded playing, that's just adding fuel to the fire with how good of a player he's been this season. Well, one thing that uh, Alex and I discussed, Jessica, and it's going to – look, the, the reality is we, we can, you know, hope and pray that, a, that an A's player would get enough votes to merit consideration in that regard. But, I mean, other, outside of a player's vote – uh, the A's are going to have to have somebody selected to the team, and it's between Noda and Ruiz for me. It's pretty clear-cut. You've got the stolen base leader and a, and a first baseman that leads the league in on-base percentage. That's the direction they're going to go in. The question is, from a player's vote perspective, are they seeing what we're seeing? Even though the team is only, what, 15 and 50, but what are the individuals doing? And in that regard, Ryan Noda merits consideration, and so does Ruiz. 
Ruiz has the flashier number with the stolen bases, but I think it'll be fun to watch how that, that plays out. Both of those kids have really done an outstanding job given this opportunity to, to, to kind of cut their teeth on the major league level. Yeah, definitely annoying opposing pitchers right out of the gate. We've talked about Medina a lot, building off of each of his previous outings, and he really settled in during his outing after a rough beginning. What did you see from him today? Well, that's exactly it. I mean, how do you handle adversity? He threw 34 pitches in that second. Sammy Long was up and loosening behind him in that inning. And so the sense was if Willie Adamas gets on base, you might see uh, Contreras uh, face uh, Sammy Long in that point. And that would be really deflating, deflating for Medina, deflating for the A's and what they're trying to accomplish. And that's what we've been impressed in the short amount of time we've seen this 24-year-old on the mound, his competitive nature, his uh, really his desire to be uh, a kid that you want to talk about in a positive way based on performance. And what he did after that, not, not allowing a hit after the second inning, and that continued with with uh, Lucas Urseg and also with Trevor May was really impressive. I think it does speak highly. You know, you're looking for a bounce-back performance after the way he struggled on Saturday night in Miami. And, you know, he, he struggled at first. He bent, but he didn't break. And, uh, you know, just kind of stayed with the plan. He kept mixing, pitch, kept mixing pitches. The slider got better as the game went along. And I thought that was a big key to allow him to get the five innings and get his first major league win. I'm looking down, by the way, by the way, Jessica, I'm looking down the left field line uh, behind third base, and there's an entire city from Chicago with a bunch of Ryan Noda jerseys on that are talking with Ryan. It's, a, it's an incredible sight. It's a fun sight for any player that dreams of getting the big leagues and sharing the moment with family and friends. And, man, it is, it is happening big time down the left field line. We are all big Ryan Nota fans, and he deserves all of that attention. And you mentioned Trevor May. He's had some solid outings lately. Trevor June is what I'm trying to call him now. But how important are these outings, these strong outings for, from him lately? Look, he, he, he left the team for something that was very important to him away from baseball. And it's something we all need to be acutely aware of and how important mental health is. This is a guy that is, uh, you know, when healthy, he's pretty talented, pretty serviceable, reliever that's seen a lot in the big leagues and the A's were hopeful that this was going to be something that they could rely on because they were weren't quite sure on what they were going to get from Zach Jackson weren't quite sure what they were going to get from Danny Jimenez both of them had moments of success last year but also finished the year on the IL and both are on the IL now so when Mm -hmm. you see somebody like you know Trevor step in and now take this situation and take the bull by the horns in this, uh, you know, in this situation, the A's are a team that when they're in a position to win games, I know you've talked about this too, Jessica, you have to win them, right? You have, yeah. You've got a three-run lead, ninth inning, you got to nail it down, and you've got to put it you know, in the win column. And that's something that you know, when you have a veteran like Trevor May who now has two saves on this road trip, that's encouraging. I think if you're Mark Kotze, you're trying to find somebody that you can count on. And who would have thought that a waiver claim guy and Lucas Urseg was going to give you you know, two impressive innings, and he's had, you know, more good moments than bad moments on a big league diamond. And watching Trevor kind of bounce back and continue to find his footing and be successful, that really has been encouraging. Yeah, it's good to see May with his, with his confidence returning. Great to see. Thank you, Vince, for your time, and we'll see you soon. Sounds great. Thank you, Jessica.
That was the Vince Catronio. And I ran out of time, but I wanted to talk about Jonah Bride, which is actually perfect because our own Alex Jensen spoke to Jonah Bride, who had a really strong outing today, not just at the plate, but he stole a base and also some solid defensive plays. Let's see what he had to say after the game. A's win their third straight with a 5-2 victory over the Milwaukee Brewers here at American Family Field in the series opener. We're joined by Jonah Bride, a couple of RBIs today. And, uh, well, Jonah, it just seems like there's a great feeling going up and down the lineup. You can see in you guys' body language from up in the booth. What's the feeling like right now, 1-9? to nine? Yeah, I mean, everyone's everyone's putting together good at-bats. We've been stressing about um, no matter the situation, just finding a way to pass to the next guy. If, if it's moving someone over, it's that. And then um, just driving a guy in, just situational hitting, trying to do a better job with that. And I feel like the last three games, we've done a really good job of that. Tell me about the approach against Adrian Hauser tonight. Sinker baller, he'll also climb the ladder a little bit. But you guys spit on a lot of close pitches. And as you mentioned, kept the line moving. How are you able to approach to uh, execute your, your plan against the right-hander tonight? Yeah, he's tough. He, he rams that sinker farther in and like, just keeps on coming in and in and in. So um, you got to get out, get your, get the head out of the bat um, and, and do your best to put that thing in play because, yeah, it's a, it's a good pitch. Tell me about your bat in the sixth, the sack fly. 3-1 pitch, elevated fastball at 99. You're expecting another fastball, I'm sure. Yeah. Is it, was that the case? Yeah, that was a... Uh, I mean, there's like a term guys talk about a hard hundred or a soft hundred. I mean, obviously it's it's hard, but that was that was a really hard hundred. So uh, he he blew that heater by me, and I obviously didn't want to miss another one. So um, try to be early and, and and got it done. Getting off to a hot start tonight after you know the day off. I'm sure you guys didn't want a day off after after the off uh, after the offensive output uh, the last couple of games in, in Pittsburgh. But after the day off to come out with a big first inning, what did that mean for your club? Yeah, I mean, get off to a great start. Uh, Sam had a great first inning, passed it off to Medina, who grinded and, and and did his job as well. So I think we've had a good couple first innings lately, and and that's how we need to continue going forward. It's a great start to the game. What can you say about the slide from Ryan Noda? Oh, that was something. Uh, I, I kind of saw it up close because I was on deck, or about to be on deck, and I told Jace when it when they reviewed it, I was like, I don't know if that's going to be enough to overturn it. I mean, yeah. you just see that over and over, and luckily uh, there wasn't enough to overturn it. Great slide. I mean, he's he's all over the field making plays, whether it's at the plate or like he did to end the game right there, making another over-the-head catch, basket style, special guy. Yeah, that catch and the one in Pittsburgh. You made the one in Pittsburgh look like a walk in the park, man. Yeah, he, he's pretty smooth over there, so you got to tip your cap to him for sure. And Mark Kotze mentioned, talked about the, the pitching and, and how that's kind of led to, to the you know the uh, couple straight wins in Pittsburgh and you guys uh, you guys putting together some solid performance. You mentioned uh, you mentioned Sam Mall to start the game and Luis Medina really settled down after kind of a, a shaky first inning. What did that mean for the club? Yeah, it meant a lot. I mean, he's. He's out there grinding, and uh, he's young, and and he wants to be great out there. And um, I think that he, he got composed, and, and he started cruising a little bit. And then you passed it off to Lucas, and um, and then Trevor to end the game. I mean, I think that Pitch and has done a great job. And so we continue to get off to a hot start like that every night. Um, just pass it off to those guys and, and let them do their thing. Finally, a lot of green and gold in the stand. I know Ryan Noda has a lot of family and friends here. He's just from about... 50 miles south, but you were born in Milwaukee, and you have quite a bit of family and uh, family members and friends here as well. What's it like for you guys to play in front of, uh, you know, your family members playing all the way out in California, being able to come closer to home and have them in the stands? Yeah, very cool. I mean, um, growing up around here, I, I played in some. Uh, like, there's like a Little League park around here. I think it's right outside the stadium. So, really? parents have been talking about going over there, taking some pictures or something. But 
Yeah, I mean, it's really cool going up right around here. So I grew up coming to these games and um, getting to play on the same field. I mean, it's, it's awesome and it's a dream come true. Jonah Bride, appreciate your time. Congrats on the win. And we'll uh, see you tomorrow. Appreciate it. Have a good one. All right, that's Jonah Bride after the A's defeat the Brewers by the final of 5-2 to two in the series opener here at American Family Field in Milwaukee. More of A's Clubhouse Show is coming up next. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflows, managing documents, and providing the best-in-class office technology. Make your championship decision with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. That's ubeo.com. And the underdogs, Oakland Athletics, win their first championship since they were in Philadelphia in 1930. Hi, I'm Raleigh Fingers, Hall of Famer, three-time World Series champion with the Oakland A's and World Series MVP. Winning takes teamwork, skill, and heart. So when you need an ace for a personal injury lawyer that will win you the game, go with the winning team. Call Venardi Zarata at 833-VZ-FOR-ME or go to vzlawfirm.com. Bernardi Serrata, the official injury law firm of the Oakland A's. Payoff pitch to Bride. He's got Blade waiting on deck. Here's the offer. Swung on slammed up the middle to the left of Adamas. That will get through. It drives in Loriano. It is 3-0 Oakland. RBI single for Jonah Bride is third since coming back from AAA. The 2-2 from McGill. Swung on, sent towards center field, chasing Weimer back to the track. He's at the wall, just enough room. He jumps at the wall, makes the catch. Brown will tag from third, and he will score as Jonah Bryden missed by just a couple of feet of a major league grand slam. He'll settle for his fourth RBI of the year, second in this game, as he sent it pretty deep to almost straightaway center field. Brown home and Laureano tag from second to third base. And it is 5-2 Oakland. This is A's Clubhouse. 833-625-2278. Welcome back to the A's Clubhouse show. Give us a call. The A's win this one 5-2 over the Brewers. Three in a row. The the last team actually in the league to win three in, in a row. So good for them. Alex, you just finished your chat with Jonah Bride. And the dude just gets promoted to the big leagues doesn't skip a beat and already makes an impact not just on the field but you know defensively he's doing well at the play he's still a base what did you like out of him tonight yeah i jess i think uh it's good to be with you first of all and you know vince mentioned during the broadcast you know that, that jonah went down after his first time up here and uh, and had success at AAA. and uh, first of all i think that helps a player right i mean you go down you have some success and you come up in a, in a good place but he changed his mindset a little bit. He wanted to be more aggressive and really put healthy swings on the baseball. And, you know, we're seeing him do that. I mean, he had a, quietly had a good series in Pittsburgh. I know, you know, Ryan Noda, Jace Peterson got all the headlines. Ramon Laureano with the 10-game hitting streak now. Uh, Brent Rooker kind of getting back on track. But, you know, quietly, you know, a couple of hits on, uh, on Wednesday uh, for Jonah Bride. Out of the nine spot, he had a couple of hits on uh, Tuesday, and for, including his first uh, double. And I'm glad you brought up the other side of the ball. You made that great defensive, the, the bare hand play, right, on the, on the mm-hmm. infield grass. So, you know, I, I think a little bit like with, uh, with Hogan Harris, right? You just, he, he comes up in a – comes back up to the big leagues in a better mindset, having some success, maybe a little bit of a, of a change in, um, you know, his, his attack, uh, his approach – 
And, yeah, I think we're seeing the, the results. And he's really helped lengthen the lineup, too. I mean, he's moving up to six now, heading right in front of J.J. Bleday. Gives him a nice little left-right-left. So, yeah, I mean, I, you know, and, and right now, what you're – and I, you know, you tell me what you – we hear Townie all the time talk about, right, you're looking for guys to take jobs and run with them. And that's mm-hmm. kind of why we've seen the yo-yo at shortstop, you know, with both Kevin Smith and Nick Allen hitting right around or under 200. Well, Jonas, Jonah Bride, he's, he's kind of putting his, his best foot forward in, in really trying to grab a hold of this third base job because no one, that's another position where no one has really kind of separated themselves. Yeah, and, you know, uh, also watching just the confidence throughout this lineup, it doesn't end with Jonah. We have Ramon Laureano increasing his hitting game streak to 10. He's a guy that I'm glad I don't have to pitch to because the guy just wants to work so hard. And he threw the helmet <laughs> at the ground after still getting a couple of hits on, on the day. And that's not good enough for Ramon, but what has been working for him at the plate? I think he's just confident right now. You know, he came back from uh, from injury earlier this year, and, and he's clearly healthy. He's just seeing the ball well. This whole lineup really right now, these last few games, just seeing the ball well. But, I mean, it looks like it, right? He's on time. I think he's he's got a good idea of what he wants to do. You know, you look at his his uh, first at bat, the double, a 1-2 pitch against against Hauser, like Jonah was saying uh, in the interview. You know, he really tries to, to bear that sinker down you know, in on you and what you're looking for a veteran hitter to do in that situation with uh, with runners on, uh, I think it was first and, and uh, third. Uh, yeah, it was it was runners on the corners is put the ball in play. And he got an elevated pitch over the outer half and he didn't try and do too much and put the ball in play and was able to find some real estate down the right field line. Um, so I just think he's seeing the ball right now. I think he's just seeing the ball well right now, right? He's on time. The ball's finding the barrel. It's just... I think that's just the mark of a of a guy that, you know, is 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 starting to get locked in, and the A's need that. I mean, you know, they came into play uh, to start this road trip, Jess, right at at right around 218. Let's see, before the the first game in Miami, they were batting 219, uh, and after today, granted just six hits today, their average uh, as a team is up to 224. So, you know, it may not seem like a lot, but that's putting together, you know, several more quality. Um, you know, offensive games as a, as a unit. And Ramon Laureano, I mean, he's hitting cleanup. He's got a lot to do with that, you know. I mean, you've seen it, right? I mean, you know, the, the energy and, and, you know, just the intangibles that he brings to the lineup, it doesn't it make a difference? Yeah, it does. And he his energy is always up. And when the team's struggling, he's the guy that wounds them up to make sure that they're more confident and they're concentrating. So it's good to see him being the Ramon, the Ramon Laureano we know that he is. And just alone this matchup between these two teams, it's Craig Council versus Mark Kotze. I've always wanted to manage against one of my <laughs> BFFs. That's never happened. But I watched these two interact during the winter meetings, and it's just the most adorable thing. I know they're good friends. They spent holidays together. I believe uh, Council was there when Kotze met his gorgeous wife, Jamie. But what was it like to see these two managers battle it out? Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be fun watching the rest of the series, too. But, uh, you know, Kotz was talking about when you're in Miami about um, how he really leaned on on Craig Council when he was, you know, going through all of his manager interviews with the Tigers, with the Pirates. Uh, I think he said he had one with the Giants, but he was a guy he really leaned on because Craig Council had been there already. And they're both guys that came up under Bob Melvin. 
which, which is also which is also cool. I, you know, I, I just think that's a nice touch. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be fun to watch the cat and mouse uh, today. You know, luckily for the A's, there there weren't a whole lot of pressure pack situations down the stretch. I was a little surprised that Craig Council, uh, you know, burned the Rowdy Telez card uh, as early as he did, as Vince mentioned in the seventh inning. Um, but you know, if we if we get some close games here, that'll make it even more fun to watch these two go at each other and how they move the chess pieces, right? Exactly. And actually, I know Cotts talked about his relationship with Council during the pregame presser. Let's take take a listen. Not really. It'll be weird, kind of looking across. I, I know I've got other relationships in the game, Nevin, Boach, you know, Buddy Black. But Craig and I go back to you know being teammates in 1998, 97. Uh, he kind of came into the locker room. I went out of the locker room in 97. But uh, in his wedding, like being just part of his life, and our families are pretty entwined and vacation together. So it'll be it'll be a little different in this one. I wasn't sure if it was you or Vince on the broadcast talking about how a lot of these people knew that Mark Kotze was destined to be a manager. I've talked to so many of Kotze's former teammates saying all he did was ask questions, constantly asking questions, which is great. But if you're a manager, that's kind of difficult to do. So with Bo Mel at that time, I believe he was the team's bench coach. It was the perfect opportunity for Kotze to just talk his ear off and be curious. So there's no better person really to learn from than Bo Mel, I believe, Alex. No question. And, you know, I think you you alluded to it, Jess. I mean, you you can tell, um, you know, the guys that that have the, kind of the instinct to be a manager, always asking questions. What would I do here? What would I do there? You know, it, it's different than being a positional coach. You really have to think strategically, you know, think two innings down the road. We talked about planning for a guy like Christian Yelich, you know, okay, two innings down the road when – uh, you know, the lineup is going to come to that part of, uh, you know, that, that part again. What's our plan? Who are we going to have up in the bullpen? And it's your job to make those decisions. And, you know, I, I know Bob Melvin has talked about, as you mentioned, uh, you know, Cots being that way when he was the bench coach and Craig Council when he was the bench coach in Arizona under, under Bob Melvin. You know, it just you, you have to take that angle. And, it, 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 you know, that's the type of personality, I guess, you have to have. Uh, to be a manager in the big leagues. And you have to, you know, I mean, we, we talked about um, with Jeff Levering today about what makes Greg Council a great manager. And, and you see this every day, right, Jess, is, is the ability to uh, manage all the different personalities in the clubhouse. I mean, that, that's mm-hmm. number one. I'm very spoiled to watch what Kotze <laughs> is doing with, with that team. And you're right. And, I, and that's kind of stemming from Bo Mel, too. And just like what you guys talked about over there with Milwaukee and with Council, he lets the guys be themselves. And that's if that's speaking to Bo Mel, too. He's, he's going to be a manager. He's going to make sure the guys are taken care of, but he's never going to steer them away from being who they actually are. And Kotze definitely follows suit. And, you know, hopefully he can take a bit of a breather after these three games, but here's what he had to say tonight after the five to two win over the Brewers. Um, first off, just uh, obviously you guys haven't been able to win three in a row yet this season until tonight. Um, what does that mean just for you guys to be able to keep the streak going? Here no, I, I think the, uh, you know, the off day coming out of an off day, you, know, you tend to worry about just, you know, kind of a, a lag or, uh, a lower level of energy, but these guys came out tonight and uh, showed, you know, the fight that, uh, um, you know, we've been talking about all year, and, and you know, we're continuing to uh, um, 
to grind, and, and it's great to, to get another win here in Milwaukee to start the series um, and, and string together three wins. Like you said, it's, it's been all season since we've been able to do that, and um, so you know it's, it's a good sign that we're fighting. What did you like about the pitching you got, only giving up four total hits with the group you had? No, I thought our, I think our pitching um, had a great night. Uh, you know, Mole started it off in the first inning, really. Uh, Medina came in behind him, and, and I think he punched six guys out. So that's a good sign from a young kid. I know he had three walks, but uh, overall, Medina's outing was good. Um, you know, gave us some length. And, uh, you know, what, what Urseg, Urseg did is, is remarkable. Um, you know, this young man we, we uh, acquired from Milwaukee, and, uh, you know, he's just shown um, a lot of progress and since we've got him here, a lot of maturity, and uh, tonight really showed. What did you see from Medina kind of after that second inning that I don't know, maybe changed or just helped him settle in? You know, I think he, you know, this kid, uh, he's got a lot of pride and he loves his fastball. And, uh, you know, that double that I think he gave up to Urias, um, you know, when he came in, he just couldn't understand why his fastball was getting hit. And so we kind of talked to him and told him, you know, it's, it's really important to spin it, spin it in the zone and get him off of it. And then I think that's really what he did uh, going forward. Uh, in that third, fourth, fifth, you know, inning, um, he, he started to use the breaking ball, landed for strikes, and then he got the chase with it after when he was ahead. That slide to the plate on the two-run triple, it looked like the Brewers had him. It seemed like he, just the way he was able to angle his body to get his hand on the plate, it seemed really impressive. Yeah, pretty athletic slide by uh, Noda, and, uh, you know, it, it, it was a momentum changer in the game, really. Um, you know, if it plays, you know, if he's out at home, it's, it can change the momentum of that inning and uh, and the game. So, um, you know, Noda's a really, really athletic uh, young kid, and it showed right there. That's um, 30 stolen bases now for Ruiz. Um, obviously, asked you about him a lot, but just the impact that he brings, not just stolen bases, but runners scoring position, stat as well, just what has he kind of meant for this offense? No, it's it's been great to uh, have him at the top of the order, and, you know, he's, he's continuing to do the things that, that we've, you know, really asked him to do, and, and that's be aggressive on the bases, go steal as many bases as you can. And uh, and at the plate, uh, you know, he, he's going to go through stretches, um, as any young player uh, is going to, you know, going to, to kind of endure in a, in a season. And, uh, you know, for him, he, he stays positive, and he studies, and, and he's a student of the game, and, and it continues to show. On the bases, do you, is it fun to watch? I mean, the there's an instance there where the catcher throws it. It seemed like just they're panicked when they see him on base. Is it just incredible just watching that? Yeah, from pitchers, from pitchers to, to catchers, it's disruptive. It's disruptive to them, um, as you saw, you know, with Contreras firing a ball when it was a, a fake steal, and uh, that just should, that tells you that, that he knows how fast he is. He knows how quick he has to be to get that baseball down to second base, and uh, you know that was an example tonight. It's got some Momentum changer from Noda as usual. Typical. Stay tuned as the A's Clubhouse show continues. Right, coming, Thanks, up, man. coming up next, more Ryan Noda, because we can't get enough of him, and Lucas Urseg continues to dominate. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
doctor will see you now. But do they really? Do they see you as a mother who's a daughter and a caregiver? Fearless, but sometimes fearful? A health nut with a French fry habit? An O-positive geologist named Patty, who's here today for a melanoma exam. At Kaiser Permanente, we believe the only way to care for all of you is by seeing all that is you. Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Learn more at kp.org. Hey, A's fans, you know that running your own business is a slugfest every day. That's why businesses have been counting on Mechanics Bank since 1905. From operating lines of credit to equipment and real estate loans, they can help build your lineup to meet today's challenges and prepare for tomorrow's opportunities. Stop by your local branch or visit MechanicsBank.com today. Mechanics Bank, the official East Bay Bank of the Oakland A's. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. All loans subject to program eligibility and credit approval is convenience a state of mind or a real thing at extra mile it's a real thing and it's in everything they do the stores are spacious organized clean and well lit so you can get in quickly get what you need and keep going it's just what you'd expect from a place serving up the hot and fresh food and snacks you love so treat you right and check out extra miles fresh take on the convenience store experience extra mile convenience stores at select chevron and texaco locations Wendy's Strawberry Frosty is back for the summer. Because if it's summertime, it's frosty time. Beach time? Frosty time. Tea time? Frosty time. Me time? Frosty time. Treat yourself to Wendy's Strawberry Frosty this summer and make time for frosty time. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Now open till midnight or later. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's hours may vary. 3-2 pitch, swung on, fly ball, shallow right. Behind first base, Noda giving chase over the shoulder, foul territory, sticks the glove out, makes the catch, and this game is over. Athletics, their third consecutive win, the last team in the majors to do so. They win the opener on this Friday night in Milwaukee and beat the Brewers by the final of 5-2. This is A's Clubhouse. Welcome back to the A's Clubhouse show. A's win this one, 5-2 over the Brewers. Jessica Kleinschmidt here. And Alex, you know, Lucas Ursag, he's facing his former team. He was so loved by the media. I got a lot of good stories about him over there in Milwaukee, specifically the writers. Adam McAlvey of MLB.com told me they loved him because he was so open and engaging about his demons. But to tie off just that confidence and the down-to-earthness, if that's a term, to tie that off with a bow, um, with a bow to with his abilities on the field, just goes to show how great he actually is. No question. And, you know, you, you put yourself in, in his shoes tonight. You know, the organization that drafted you, uh, you know, that you were in AAA. Vince brought up a good point about, hey, you know, you could have had me, right? And and you kind of you let me go, and and somebody else picked me up, and here he is, you know, just a few weeks into his big league career, you know, pitching in a place that I'm sure he thought he'd be playing third base one day. So you, you mentioned the demons and everything, and you know, for it's not easy for him to come out and give a performance like he did against his former team. I'm sure he knows a lot of guys in that other clubhouse, and I'm glad you brought him up because he had a he had. He was key tonight, and you look at the eighth inning, too, where you know he walked uh, Miller to start the eighth on four pitches, then he falls behind Adamas 2-0, and 
you know, for a guy that's new to pitching and, and doing it at the big league level, especially to kind of slow down the heart rate and get back in the zone and, and retire a guy like Willie Adamas for that first out, get through Contreras, and then Yelich with a strikeout on 99 in the eighth, it says something about uh, the type of competitor he is. And, you know, Jez, I mean, the A's are, are, are looking for people to, to pitch close in games. I mean, shoot. You know, the other night in Pittsburgh was their first save situation, I think, since, uh, what, April 29th, right? Something like yeah. that. So to, to have kind of high leverage arms come in at the end of the game and perform well, I, I just, I, you know, I think they, they, you know, they found a guy that they, that they can, at least for the time being, rely on and give more of those situations to an Ursig. And you mentioned they found a guy, but they really found this guy. They really but found him, yeah. <laughs> they really found him. So it's definitely props to the front office for scouting this guy and, and seeing that, seeing something that maybe not a lot of teams did. A hundred percent. And, you know, the A's have done that over the years. I mean, you look back down the line, you know, all the way back to like Brandon Moss, Jack Cuss days. You know, there there's several more that they've just kind of plucked from kind of the scrap heap, so to speak, and, and guys that were, you know, maybe maybe stuck behind, um, you know, people ahead of them in their organization and could not get big league time. And here they are for the A's performing. So we can only hope it, it keeps going for Luke, Lucas Urseg. I mean, he's, um, you know, I think one thing that kind of flies under the radar tonight, Jess, is, you know, in the month of, uh, in the month of June, he had an ERA of 12 coming into play tonight. So, mm. uh, you know, first five appearances in, in May, only allowed one run in seven innings, but he'd, he'd given up four in, in three innings despite a scoreless outing in his last outing in Pittsburgh uh, in two-thirds of an inning. But, you know, again, not to give up a hit tonight against his former club on the road in a, in a tight ball game when the A's haven't had a lot of situations like that this season. I think it says something about him, and I think he he's, he's earned more opportunities like that. Definitely. And, you know, I, I promised the people some more Noda. And, the, like, we have a fever, and the only cure, Alex, is more Ryan Noda. Here's what Ryan Noda said after the win. Looks like that throw to the plate beat you pretty easily. How were you able to kind of get your get your body finagled so you were able to get your hand down the plate there? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I was just trying to avoid a tag. Uh, since the ball beat me there, and um, fortunately enough, I did that, um, and that was that was huge. Kept the momentum going. Um, got a f another run after that, so it was big time. Um, and honestly, I just I don't know. <laughs> just happened. Did you know you would be? I mean, I went to replay. Did you know you had gotten in? I knew I got in. I just didn't know at the time of the tag. I knew it was pretty close, um, but I knew that there was a chance that it would stand. A slim chance it might not. So I'm glad it did. And it also helped that they lost their challenge early. So a, lot of, a couple other plays in the game, they could have used it. So it was big time. What do you think just Ruiz, the impact that he continues to make? Obviously, that first inning, just singles and it's on third, like five pitches later. <laughs> it's huge. You know, uh, it helps everybody out, especially myself, uh, especially when he gets to third. Pitcher doesn't want to make a mistake to, you know, sack fly or anything. So it helps me out with my approach. And, um, you know, I, I love when he hits in front of me. and. I know he's going to be on second most of the time if he gets a single. So, and uh, you know, I'm just let him keep running. <laughs> um, obviously, talked I think you know, last game about just keeping this thing going to win three in a row for the first time all year and kind of carry the momentum. How important is that for you guys? It's huge. You know, um, we still got to keep doing the little things. Um, still got to keep picking each other up. We did a 
Great job today in situational hitting. Uh, we had sack fly, a couple move runners, um, Jonah, Kev. So as long as we keep doing that, you know, keep building, keep getting the next guy up, and you know, we can keep this thing going and keep building confidence. I got a lot of people for your debut in Oakland. Does this kind of rival that? In terms oh of yeah, uh, it's what about 50 minutes, 50 minutes to an hour from where I grew up. So there's a lot of people here today, which was nice. Um, but you know, probably be a lot more tomorrow. Hopefully we get, you know, a lot of green and gray in the stands for us, and hopefully they can be loud, a little bit louder than today. So, <laughs> Do you know how many friends, family members you had in this? Probably 100, maybe more. Um, high school coach, coaches, second grade teacher, um, list goes on and on. So, you know, the support's huge, and uh, I love it. And uh, yeah, there'll be more tomorrow, too, so it'll be nice. Thank you. Thank you. No A hundred friends and family. Like, what a humble brag, Alex. Uh, and, and his you know, second grade teacher, Jess, are you kidding me? <laughs> I definitely do not talk to my second. But, like, if you've met Ryan Noda, this is not a surprise to me. He's such a loyal human being, and I love this for him. And the, my main takeaway from what he talked about was him saying no idea. And that's because I don't think he understands the talented player he actually is. He's made some of these insane defensive catches and he'll just say, I don't know how I did it. It's just, this is how I'm, I am like, what do you want? And earlier I was reading up on MLB.com, one of Mar Martin Gallegos's article and Ryan just essentially said, I'm getting there. He's, he's getting there. That means he's not even fully maybe tap the service surface of the player he's going to be Alex yeah I think that's a mark of a good competitor you know I mean he's obviously having a lot of success as a rookie but never being satisfied you know means that he's going to keep striving to get better and you know it means that he still feels like he has holes in his game that he can attack um, so I just I, I think that's a great sign for A's fans going forward right I mean you've already You've got this guy who's a Rule 5 who's totally taking control. I mean, that's it's just like we said earlier, right? That's what you're looking for in a season like this. You're looking for, for people, for players that you are going to build around. And Ryan Noda is in the middle of establishing himself as a guy that you can build around. I mean, nobody's playing first base, I can tell you that much, for the, next, for the foreseeable future this season other than Ryan Noda unless he goes through a huge cold streak because he's taken that job and run with it. You can't take him out of the lineup right now. And you said it best, Jess. I think the fact that, uh, you know, he's saying, hey, I still have some, some room to get better, I think that's a, that's a great sign for the A's and for A's fans. Absolutely. And there's a humble vibe behind that as well. And, you know, tell me about some of his approaches at the plate. There's no fear when he has these, these two strikes on him, these at-bats with such an intense count. Tell me about some of those approaches at the plate for him. Yeah, I mean, it's just he's he's taking where he's a guy that clearly knows the strike zone. I mean, he's mm -hmm. taking borderline pitches, and you know, if you remember back to uh, back to Monday in Pittsburgh, uh, you know, that's partially what got Mark Kotze ejected. Was Ryan Noda took a ball he felt was low, he was rung up. Uh, the same pitch, by the way, was called a ball on Andrew McCutcheon. Uh, but you know, that's that's the type of confidence that that you know this organization, the manager, has in 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 his approach. Uh, he just knows the strike zone. He's he put it simply to me. He said, I'm just trying to swing at strikes, mm -hmm. um, which, uh, you know, when you've when you've got a split second to, you know, split seconds to uh, decide whether or not to swing. I think that's the best way to go about it. Um, but it's it. I think it really sets the tone for the rest of the lineup. 
you know, just to see all those pitches, grind a guy, grind the pitcher down. I mean, it's frustrating when you're out there on the mound and you feel like you're throwing good pitches and, uh, you know, a guy like that doesn't bite at it, uh, especially with two strikes, as you mentioned. So to, to, to have a guy like that who knows the strike zone so well, who's got some pop, you know to get him to swing and miss, you're going to have to throw a strike. And if you throw a strike, he's more likely to hit it in the gap or over the fence. So it, it's just... You know, the, the approach that he has helps set the tone, and it just makes him such, you know, he's one of those guys when you're pitching, uh, Jess, it's like I, I don't want to face this guy anymore because he's just going to grind and grind and grind and grind. I know he's not going to chase. You know, it's just he, he's, he's a tone setter. And, I, again, I think you said it perfectly. Like, the fact that he feels like he's got more room to improve is a great sign. Yeah, and, you know, for a Rule 5 guy, and Kotz will say that over and over again. He's, he said, he'll say, for a Rule 5 guy, you're maybe perhaps worried about the confidence there, and it's certainly showing. And I think a lot about guys who are batting in the first and second slot, some of the stuff that they love to do is annoy the opposing yeah. pitchers. <laughs> and you have, I think of Mark Canna with that. That's just one of his favorite things to do was come right out of the gate and annoy the opposing pitchers, get to them rather quickly. And overall, I feel like we've noticed that with this team. It feels like the seventh, eighth inning would come around and the game would be tied and then we're hitting the panic button. It's really nice. It sounds simple. It sounds fundamental, but it's nice to get a few runs in the first inning. Sounds simple, but it's great. (laughs) It does sound simple, right? It's better to play from ahead than play from behind. I totally Mm -hmm. agree. Um, But, uh, yeah, you know, I I think that – I think, like you said, the first first two slots, you know, when when – when these guys come to the ballpark, they know who's hitting in the one-two holes. Um, and, uh, you know, Cody and I talked a little bit about, uh, you know, Nota batting leadoff. But, you know, Estiori Ruiz, I, he showed everybody what kind of threat that he can be. And, and you talked about, you know, uh, just having the mindset of having to face Nota. How about having Estiori Ruiz on, on the base pass? I mean, that is something that is extremely distracting. And it's going to give Nota more pitches to hit and the guys behind him more pitches to hit because you're so absorbed with, you know, where is where is he? Is he getting my timing? What kind of jump does he have? Is he sealing second? Is he sealing third? You've always got to be worried about him. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I think, that, you know, that obviously they're still young, right, and there's going to be some ups and downs. But, you know, I, I think that obviously having those two guys solidified at the top of the lineup you know, again, guys that have taken their jobs and run with it, that's a good thing. And, you know, when it comes to Ruiz, he's obviously, you know, a base stealer. The new rules implemented these new larger bases. I don't think that that's making a huge difference, especially for him. And, of course, I'm thinking of the Twitter trolls that are coming at people saying, <laughs> well, you know, the, the bases are bigger. Well, like, they, he would have done this either way, right? Yeah, the guy has game-changing speed. I mean, he really does. It is a game of inches, but, you know, a guy with that type of speed, and he's starting to learn the, the nuances of steel, of, of the running game, too. We saw a delayed steal from him tonight. I mean, a guy with that type of speed, that's not what you're expecting, but he's, I think he's, he's really kind of learning what he can, what he can't do, when to do, uh, you know, certain things that I thought the delay steal was brilliant tonight, you know, uh, and it, it forced an E2 and then got him to third base with nobody out. So he's another guy that's that's still, uh, you know, getting better and hopefully just scratching the surface. The delayed still messed me up watching it from the <laughs> monitor. So yeah. if, if it's going to work on me, it's going to work on everybody. <laughs> no question. No question. Yeah. And, like I said, 
Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, ahead Jess. No, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. I, I was just going to say, you know, you're so worried about his speed. That's the last thing you're thinking of. You know, as soon as the pitch comes, oh, he's not going. And then all of a sudden he's going. And, and you have to kind of make a split-second decision because you know how fast he gets to second base. So, you know, the more aspects of, of being a pest on the base pass that he can add to his game, the better he's going to be. He's at, what, 30 steals now? It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's it's insane. And not to mention the fact that there's no fear when he gets on the bases, too. Maybe for the opposing guys, the opposing catcher, for sure. But I right. love how the moment Ruiz is on the base, it, you know something's about to happen. He doesn't 100% have the green light, but he doesn't not have the green light. I feel like Katze has a lot of a lot of faith in him. So that's that's good to see. We're going to pause right here for Station ID. A's cast streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. Stay tuned as the A's Clubhouse show continues. Coming up next, we have some talk from Ramon Laureano. Hey, Billy, this deck is great for getting everyone together. Thanks. We're really enjoying the outdoor space, especially on a day like today. What's the material? Humboldt Redwood from Ashby Lumber. They gave us a great deal, provided us with a quick quote, and we couldn't be happier. We even found a great contractor through their online contractor directory. Don't miss a day outdoors. Visit Ashby Lumber in Berkeley or Concord to see our stock of naturally strong, naturally beautiful Humboldt Redwood. Find out more at ashbylumber.com. For all your building needs, Ashby Lumber. If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is the number one brand of online mattresses and the Bay Area's favorite mattress store. Take home the Easy Breather Pillow. The New York Times calls it their number one pick. You can navigate their easy news website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Green and Gold fans use the coupon code Oakland and you get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep. First United Credit Union is swinging for the fences with above-market certificate rates. Whether you're saving for college tuition, retirement, or even your next big trip, First United has a high-rate certificate for you. Visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics for current rates and to open an account today. Federally insured by NCUA. Not one penny has ever been lost. Innovation is at the core of Cal State East Bay, like at our Green Biome Institute, where faculty and students preserve genetic information from California's endangered plants, or how we open doors for local entrepreneurs at our Small Business Development Center. From educators to nurses to STEM professionals, Cal State East Bay has real impact throughout the region's neighborhoods, boardrooms, and the entire economy. Be part of the innovation. Connect with Cal State East Bay at csueastbay.edu forward slash impact. And the pitch is swung on, hit the right field, hit deep. Whitefield going back at the track over his head and over the wall. Do you believe that? You're listening to A's Cast. And the lefty's first pitch is swung on and hit it deep, hit a ton, hit way back to left, and that is in the upper deck. Bombs away for Shea Langoliers. My goodness, he hit that ball a long way. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. Here's the 2-2, and that is off the plate. The late steal to second base, short off throw. Adamas can't hold on, and into second is Ruiz. It trickles into right center. He'll pop up. He'll get to third base. 
Stolen base number 30, E2, on Contreras. And the A's are knocking on the door again with Ruiz just 90 feet away. I'll tell you what, I think the last thing that everybody in this ballpark expected from Estiuri was a delayed steal with his speed. Welcome back to the A's Clubhouse show. The A's win this one 5-2 over the Brewers. Heck of a game for the green and gold. And I wanted to talk about just the confidence up and down this lineup. You talked about it earlier, Alex, and you talked to Jonah about it as well. It feels like even when one guy is struggling, Esty Ruiz went 0 for 6 the other night. Jace Peterson maybe didn't have as many hits as he would have liked. Probably definitely didn't want an off day yesterday. It just looks like the whole team is gelling and the team's actually hitting one through nine. Yeah, I think I think they built some momentum in Miami, to be honest with you, Jess. Um, you know, five hits in the opener. OK, that's one thing. But you're going up against Edward Cabrera. That's a pretty good trio. Uh, Cabrera, Perez and Alcantara. And even though they only scored one run on Saturday, they had eight hits. I felt like their bats were getting better. They had the five run third against uh you know, the reigning NL Cy Young winner in, in Sandy Alcantara. So I felt like their at-bats were getting better uh, in Miami. Or I felt like they had solid at-bats in Miami. And then, you know, obviously you want to see results, and they, they got some results in in Pittsburgh. So I just I, I think they've just carried – can't you sense it, right, that they, they just carried that momentum over here to uh, Milwaukee from, uh, from Pittsburgh? That, that's kind of the way it feels to me. And speaking of confidence, I don't know if you're this guy. I'm definitely this guy. A win is a win always. But what if you're going up against specific teams? Wins against the Braves are always going to be a little bit extra. Wins against the Pirates are going to be a little bit extra. Same thing with the Brewers. If you're going up against stronger teams, if you could have double the wins, it'll be one thing. But at the end of the day, a win against a stronger team is always going to boost that confidence just a little bit more. No question. No question about it. You know, you're looking at Christian Yelich. You're looking at Andrew McCutcheon. You're looking now. Maybe the Pirates are playing over their heads a little bit right now. Uh, but, you know, this is a good club. The Brewers, who came up just a game short of the um, of, of the playoffs last year, they, they went to the playoffs four straight years uh, previous. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think there's any question. For a young team building confidence, beating good teams, uh, there's no question. We're seeing the results. Um, you know, here in Milwaukee and in Pittsburgh as well. And, and, you know, there's no rest for the weary because, you know, the Tampa Bay Rays are coming to the Coliseum next week. It looks like, uh, Jess, we, we've got a call on uh, a call here on the A's Clubhouse show from, from the coach. Coach, what's happening? Hey, Jessica hey. and Alex, you guys are doing a great job. Oh, thank you, coach. Appreciate yeah, it, coach. We're doing our, we got big cool. shoes to fill. <laughs> you have big shoes, of course. Filling in for a Spartan, that's always hard to do. But you guys are doing great. I love you, Jessica uh, Clenchman. <laughs> <laughs> Don't heal. <laughs> All right. Before I get to my topic, uh, you don't have to respond to it. I just want to remind everyone, June 13th, reverse boycott. Be at the game. Very important. Hope to see everyone there. But um, I want to talk about shortstop. Um and you guys are pretty good A's observers. And, they, you know, what I've seen over the years, they kind of have formulas that they have for each position. You know, they, they generally, you know, a catcher, they always have a guy that hits, you know, and if they, and they'll actually tolerate a little down defense 
if the guy can hit, but lately they've had both, you know, especially with Murph. Oh, my goodness, he had both. And had deep, first base, they always have defense. They've had defense for years. I mean, they have offense, too, but they've had defense, you know, going all the way back to Barton and uh, Alonzo and Olsen. And even last year they tried to get defense with Billy McKinney, but he couldn't hit a leg. So they had, now they got no to his defense. But at shortstop, they've always had offense. So I've wondered, I was surprised they actually chose Nick Allen, although that draft was not a very good draft that he came in. So he was a third rounder, and at least, you know, he's a a major leaguer. They got a major leaguer in the third round, but that draft, there wasn't a lot of talent all the way anywhere, you know, in that draft. But um, so I was surprised they drafted him because they really want offense. And, you know, Kevin Smith really scrambling. Uh, the guy in double-A looks pretty good, and he's batting shortstop. Where do, you, where do you guys think the A's are going with shortstop? I think they're still trying to figure it out. I mean, clearly, right? Um, you know, if uh, it's tough to say because neither of these guys have, have really taken the job and run with it. And who knows what we see by the end of the year. And uh, the shortstop at Double A you're talking about is uh, uh, Daryl Hernandez, who just came over from the Orioles in the uh, in the Cole Irvin trade, and he's at Midland right now. And let's see how he made it to Double A with the with the Orioles a year ago. Played in 13 games. So you're talking about a guy that's only played 60 games in Double A. So, you know, yeah. I mean, I'm not in player development, um, but, you know, I, I think before you get a guy to the big leagues, you know, right now, Coach, I, I don't think it's as much about, uh, and I'm sure you'd agree with me here, Jess, but I don't think it's as much about finding answers for the short term this year as it is about figuring out who can do what. Who are we going to build around? What can Nick Allen do? What can Kevin Smith do? Um, you know, we'll, we'll give Nick Allen three weeks to, to – you know, see if he can get his approach to a point where we feel comfortable putting in the lineup every day. Okay, if he doesn't take hold of it, let's give Kevin Smith a try. Um, you know, those are guys who have played and performed at AAA, uh, you know, coming to, and coming to the big leagues. So, you know, I think for, for, for me, I think if you bring a guy to the big leagues after 60 games in AA and he struggles, what happens to him then, you know? Uh, that that's kind of yeah. where I fall on the whole situation. I'm not in player development. I, I don't know, you know, what the A's see. It, it appears like they made a pretty good pickup because the kid's hitting 328 with uh, with an 866 OPS with the uh, with the Rockhead. That team is stacked, by the way, with uh, Lawrence Butler and, and Brett Harris. But you can't bring these guys up before they're ready because you know we've seen that in the wow. past, uh, and not necessarily with the A's, but just across the game, and it, it can just wreck a young player. So. You know, the A's, uh, Ed Sprague and, and the A's, uh, A's player development down there, they're, you know, they're, they're waiting until these guys are ready. So, you know, it's easy for us to sit here and look at 328 and say, yeah, bring them up. But, um, you know, you, you've got to wait until they're ready. And, um, you know, right now I think they're just looking for somebody to, to take the job and run with it, as we've seen with Ryan Noda and, and Ruiz. Yeah, and, and yeah. Coach, thanks yeah. for yeah. – Go ahead, Coach. Yeah, Jessica. Yeah, yeah. What, what do you think? I mean, uh, I just don't – yeah, it looks like they're trying to get someone to take the job, but no one's really taking it. And Kevin Smith, he really struggles with right-handers. You know, he can hit mm-hmm. lefties pretty well, but he 
kind of digs in in that back foot. He's really not a on balance kind of hitter. You know, he's kind of a back foot hitter and, you know, struggles with the slider. So I don't know. It just doesn't seem like they have that player yet who's going to take over at the shortstop. Yeah. And, and I'm going to kind of, you know, tail off what, what Alex said. It's, it, what Cots told us, he essentially said we're creating another opportunity for Kevin, just as just like we created opportunities for Nick Allen at the shortstop position as well. And, you know, when Kevin came over, we were hoping we could kind of, I mean, Matt Chapman's impossible shoes to fill, but that's what they were hoping for in the near future as far as that trade goes. And Kevin could stick it quite a bit at third base there for a bit. And now we're kind of, you know, spoiled when it comes to Jonah Bride doing a really good job there and bringing um, on Jace Peterson, we're excited to shift him around the infield as well. And I'm right there with you. Definitely they, both him and Nick Allen struggle in certain ways, actually kind of similar ways. And it's been difficult to see. And like Alex said, we spoke to members of the front office and David Forrest, he said he wouldn't put anybody on that major league field unless they were ready Things might change toward the end of the season. Maybe they'll call up a guy here or two to get that big league experience before the next season takes place. But it's about creating an opportunity for Kevin Smith and seeing what he's able to do at that shortstop position. Maybe I don't want to call it a change of scenery because it's not necessarily a change of scenery, but Kevin was doing a really good job at you know the, the PCL. Don't get us wrong. It is what it is, but... We want to see if he's able to stick it. And we gave Nick Allen just as many chances as we were Nick Allen or Kevin Smith and Nick Allen, the same amount of chances. Thank you so much for the call coach. It's a, it's a good question. It's one of those things where it's since Marcus Simeon left, we weren't sure who would fill that void. And it's definitely probably the bigger question mark. I mean, people are curious about Tyler Soderstrom, of course, what he's going to do. But you really want us to have an argument about putting Ryan Noda on the bench? Good luck. I'm not having that conversation with anybody. <laughs> like, how dare you? I'm glad I don't have to make those decisions. So I'm right there with you. That's a big question mark there at shortstop. And they're doing everything everything they can. I don't call it experiments. You, can't, you can only experiment to a certain extent. But, you know. It's just kind of one of those things, but the rest of the lineup is definitely showing confidence. And we're going to talk about that here coming up on the A's clubhouse show. When we talked to Ramon Laureano, he stopped by in the after or the post game show over there on NBC sports, California with Brody Brazil and Bip Roberts. And we'll see what he had to say after this. And the underdogs, Oakland Athletics, win their first championship since they were in Philadelphia in 1930. Hi, I'm Raleigh Fingers, Hall of Famer, three-time World Series champion with the Oakland A's and World Series MVP. Winning takes teamwork, skill, and heart. So when you need an ace for a personal injury lawyer that will win you the game, go with the winning team. Call Venardi Zarata at 833-VZ for me or go to vzlawfirm.com. Bernardi Serrata, the official injury law firm of the Oakland A's. Hey, Billy, this deck is great for getting everyone together. Thanks. We're really enjoying the outdoor space, especially on a day like today. What's the material? Humboldt Redwood from Ashby Lumber. They gave us a great deal, provided us with a quick quote, and we couldn't be happier. We even found a great contractor through their online contractor directory. Don't miss a day outdoors. Visit Ashby Lumber in Berkeley or Concord to see our stock of naturally strong, naturally beautiful Humboldt Redwood. Find out more at ashbylumber.com. For all your building needs, Ashby Lumber. 
Innovation is at the core of Cal State East Bay, like at our Green Biome Institute, where faculty and students preserve genetic information from California's endangered plants, or how we open doors for local entrepreneurs at our Small Business Development Center. From educators to nurses to STEM professionals, Cal State East Bay has real impact throughout the region's neighborhoods, boardrooms, and the entire economy. Be part of the innovation. Connect with Cal State East Bay at csueastbay.edu forward slash impact reach for the sky our drone shows are back and better than ever get your tickets for a one-of-a-kind pixar themed drone show presented by coca-cola after we take on the philadelphia phillies on friday june 16th bring the whole family out to the ballpark and see your favorite pixar characters light up the sky as you watch drones take flight during this dazzling post-game light show you won't want to miss this tickets start at ten dollars so buy yours today at athletics.com slash drone shows that's athletics.com slash drone shows which NorCal drivers are enjoying the best of everything these days? Ask anyone who owns a Honda. My Honda Pilot is the perfect family SUV. My Honda CRV is definitely a great choice. Honda was named best overall brand, most refined brand, and best value brand of 2022 by Kelly Blue Book's KBB.com. Save now at your NorCal Honda dealer. Based on 2022 brand image awards from Kelly Blue Book, visit KBB.com for more information. For details, ask anyone who owns a Honda or visit NorCalHondaDealers.com. Join First United Credit Union as they root on the A's to victory. First United Credit Union believes in being a good neighbor and supporting our local teams and local community. And for a limited time, you can earn $100 when you open a free checking account and use it. Use promo code ATHLETICS when you apply. Learn more at firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics or stop by a local branch. Insured by NCUA. This is Chris Towns, and there are two things that are a must for me, comfort and style. Whether I'm playing golf, going to dinner, I've got to have the right feel. That's why I've partnered with Link Soul, and you're going to love Link Soul. They have just released their new spring line, new fabrics for their polos, lightweight and perfect for technical performance. Link Soul also has new styles for their layers and hoodies with cool prints and seasonal colors. You know what they say in the big leagues, look good, play good. Go to LinkSoul.com. That's LinkSoul.com. If you're looking for a great place to eat and watch games, go see our friends at the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. The Chicken Pie Shop is one of the hottest restaurants in Walnut Creek. You're not going to find a better menu and come try their world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 86 years. Spacious indoor and outdoor dining, perfect for your next private party or corporate event. Don't forget free parking. For more information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. For adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy, now there's SkyRizzy, Rizenkizumab Rizza, a prescription-only 150-milligram injection. With SkyRizzy, three out of four people achieve 90% clear skin at four months, and SkyRizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Nothing in me go hand in hand, nothing on my skin, that's my new Don't use if allergic to SkyRizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. With SkyRizzy, you could achieve 90% clearer skin. Ask your doctor about the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis and visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKYRizzy to learn more. 
two and two the counties shifting as best they can with the shortstop Smith shading up the middle on Yelich outfield the other way the offer fastball swing and a miss chase went off the plate at 95 and after a leadoff single Sam Mall strikes out Adamas Contreras and Yelich lead intact as we go to the second inning it is three nothing Oakland this is A's clubhouse welcome back to the A's clubhouse show A's win this one five to two over the Brewers three game win streak let's, let's go. go let's go, go. Let's go. There is confidence all throughout that lineup. One to That's nine. That's called a winning streak. It has <laughs> happened before. That's right. It has, it has happened before. It's been a while, but yes, it has happened before. There's a lot of confidence going on in that lineup. And then Ramon Laureano staying hot at the play is 10th game in a row with a hit. Let's see what he had to say after the game following the win. Let's bring in the laser from Milwaukee. Hey, Ramon, it's Brody Brazil and Bip Roberts here in studio. First off, how you doing, buddy? Uh, good. How are you guys? <laughs> hey, we're, we're doing great. Your team helps us have a better post-game show. Three wins in a row. Look, I know the type of season it's been, but, but how has the mood and maybe the upbeat nature been just in the last couple games, last week in general here? It's been good. It's been pretty, uh, pretty slow and pretty smooth, and uh, yeah, hope, hopefully we can continue this and finish. Uh, have a good month of uh, June. Ramon, you know, I've said this to you before. I love that fire you have in that heart that you have. That at bat where you got the triple. This guy started you off with sinker, 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 curve, and then a good 90 mile, 95 mile power fastball. How were you able to stay on that pitch and drive it where you want it? Uh, just not give up on the on the sinker because of, you know he has a lot of what is it called now? Sweeper, sweeper, sweeper. Old school, old school wise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know the horizontal and vertical thing, but uh, a lot of it just breaks a lot, you know, when it it looks like a ball and then in the end it's a strike right in the corner. So he's not not give up on it until the end. And uh, and yeah, thank God, thank God we're in Milwaukee because if it would have been in Oakland, it would have been an hour. You guys scored seven in your first at-bats in that last game at Pittsburgh. Today, you open up with a three spot in your very first at-bats. What does it do to the psychology like of your team the rest of the game to know that you guys kind of threw that first punch, scored three runs early? What does it do? I mean, automatically, it just, you know, sets you to win, uh, I think. Uh, it gives you a good, you know, good rhythm for the game. Everybody's bad. It feels kind of, you know, kind of loose and... Yeah, that's just the, the rhythm of the game. Hey, last thing here, just for the sake of superstition, I won't mention what's going on with you, but you're, you're seeing the ball well lately. Um, how do you describe your at-bats and being pretty consistent game after game? Yeah, just make some adjustment myself, and uh, yeah, I'm going to die with them, and uh, yeah, let's just keep it going. All right, Laser, appreciate you, buddy. Have a great rest of your weekend. We'll hope to talk to you again soon. Hopefully see you guys tomorrow here. Yeah, Thank you. You got it. <laughs> Let's hope he sees them tomorrow there. I love that so much. And he's made it pretty sound pretty simple, Alex. Let's just keep it going. Keep it going. Keep the good times rolling. Keep music blaring in the clubhouse. You know, keep winning ball games. I agree. Is that what is that what's going on? Is James Caprillion still behind the soundtracks? I heard he wants to keep the soundtrack going if that's what's been working. You know what, Jess? I actually didn't get a chance to go to the clubhouse before the game today because the commander and I were hosting uh, A's Cast Live. But that's oh. the rumor. 
That is the rumor. Okay. We got some old school hip. I know when I went down there before that uh, game two in Pittsburgh, the first game of this little streak, it was, you know, the tunes were bumping down there. So um, whatever's working there, they're going to try and keep it going. I know there was a, when I walked back through the clubhouse after interviewing uh, Jonah Bride, there was uh, quite a celebration going on back behind the scenes, um, not in the clubhouse itself, but I'm, I'm assuming maybe a, a, a little shower for Mr. Medina or, or, uh-huh. or uh, Lucas Herseg. Um, so, yeah, whatever keeps the good vibes going, you know, and most of all, Jess, I think it's, it's good for A's fans to see this. Don't they just look like they're having fun right now? Like yeah. these last couple games, you know, you could see it in Pittsburgh, especially in, in the second game of that series. You could see it tonight. Just looks like there's a better vibe right now. Yeah, and I think that's what the A's are all about. I talked about Bob Melvin kind of setting that precedence, letting the players be themselves. And they're more themselves when they're having fun and being confident and winning games. I do feel the worst, though, Alex, when the music's blaring and we have to turn it down because you have to talk to the post game, the pitcher, we have to talk to all these other guys. You just hear James Caprillion going, boo! Like, he hates it. He absolutely hates it. And I feel terrible, but, you know, we got to get what we got to get. So I'm sure they understand, but... I hate being the buzzkill in the clubhouse. But if we're being a buzzkill, it means we won a game. So that's, that's right. We got a job to do, job. man. We exactly. Got, we got a job to do. We got to, you know, bring the people what they want. Yeah, exactly. Let's take a look at our out of town scoreboard brought to you by Mechanics Bank. We're one of the later games today. Actually, over here, it's still early, but, you know, we had the. Rub it in. <laughs> I know, the Diamondbacks took on the Tigers in one 11 to six Merrill Kelly get got the win there. The Giants and Cubs game is reached the top of the eighth. Beck is pitching right now. The final four Rangers versus Rays. The Rays top the Rangers eight to three. Tyler Glass now gets the win. Pirates versus Mets. The Pirates defeated the Mets 14 to seven. Rich Hill, Alex, still a competitor. Still doing at- it. Still doing it at the A. I've been talking about him a lot. I know Vince Catroni and I and, and I recently spoke about him. The Yankees lost to the Red Sox three to two. Dodgers took on the Phillies. Phillies won that one five to four. Soto got the win in that one. The final after ten, the Twins defeated the Blue Jays. Final after fourteen, Alex, fourteen innings. Wow. Cardinals defeated the Astros ten to nine. Curry got the win there. White Sox defeated the Marlins 2-1. to one. The win goes to none other than Liam Hendricks. Good for him. The Braves took on the National to defeat them 3-2. to two. Yates got the win there. We already know what happened in Brewers-A's. Cardinals won over the Reds 7-4 to four without Joey Votto, so does it really count? The Orioles and Royals just finished 3-2. to two. Orioles took that one. And the Mariners are still playing the Angels. They're at the top of the ninth right now. Angels win five to four with Estevez going up against Tide France. Here is what is happening on deck presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. Learn more at ashbylumber.com. Tomorrow at 12.30 p.m., A's Total Access pregame show with Alex in for Chris Townsend featuring part two of the Jeff Levering interview. I watched part four or part one. That was an awesome interview, Alex. I'm excited to see the rest of that from the A from during A's cast live around the minors with Scott Stockton ports outfielder, Henry Bolte. Love that guy. And Tim Fitzgerald, Scott Emerson will be on with Vince Catronio at 110. 
first pitch versus the Brewers live from Milwaukee with Vince and Alex on the call. And Alex, what a fun day. What a fun day. What a fun day. Let's make it four in a row tomorrow. You know, why not? Why not? I'm feeling frisky. Let's get crazy. I absolutely agree. You got to be the predator, not the prey. Yeah, exactly, Scott. (laughs) Thank you, Emo. <laughs> it's good vibes all around. What a fun game for everybody. The A's win this one five to two. For Alex Jensen, Jessica Kleinschmidt here for the A's Clubhouse Show. We'll see you at the ballpark. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com specialoffer all lowercase. That's shopify.com specialoffer offer.